0: All right, hey gang! It's uh, we're back again with episode two, uh, the Explicit Measures Podcast, where we talk about just random things about Power BI. A lot of news this week coming out, so uh, as we get going today, I just want to be. Uh, We're trying a lot of things out, just for for people who are listening. It's probably a better listening experience than audio, uh, video experience at this point. There's some audio de issues that we're working through here, so just bear with us. We're going to get better at this. We're going to keep trying things and making it better all the time. And just, uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, Seth. How are things going? Good
1: morning. Are we binge-worthy
0: yet? I don't know. (laughs) Is two episodes binge level? I don't know.
2: It, it, well it, depending on your criteria right like my my wife and i when when we get around to, to shows like now have a at least three seasons you know kind of uh thing because yeah. we go through them oh so fast. yes so maybe, yes maybe you know at least three podcasts at least okay. at, we at least three rely on we've got binge.
1: an hour of content after today that
2: <laughs> well you, you can already
0: binge watch season one charticulator you know we have eight we have eight episodes over hours a couple hours of that I didn't name them seasons, but you can go back and binge watch season previous you know, previous recorded seasons of uh Tabular Editor and uh Dax Studios would also be out there as well.
1: <laughs> I tried watching their Tarticulator um series while watching a baseball game and my brain started hurting because I couldn't know what I didn't know what to focus <laughs> on.
0: That's amazing. I like how you yes. tried multi you No, know, Tommy you said you really enjoyed the first episode, which is you know, again, we yeah. made it so it, it kinda it's fun for us, but you, you watched it a couple times
1: yeah the, I mean, of ours yeah, yeah episode I'd one it probably seven eight times i am like i'm enjoying i'm enjoying it so that works for us we're for just me. gonna
2: we're just gonna do this and have fun <laughs> <laughs> amazing to no, normally normally i don't go back and rewatch things but uh you know for for first things you know the you know you think issues that we're talking you, you try to find but like i i, I did find myself watching it because i kept re-laughing at Elm, <laughs> we were doing. <laughs> i think that's a good sign right I there yes it is it, well
1: I tried awesome. to get, I, I showed my wife, I'm like, is this funny? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't know what any of this is.
0: Yeah. My wife just knows I disappeared to the basement. I turned on very pur- purpley lights in, my, in, my, in the basement and I talk a lot. She's like, you just make a lot of noise downstairs. I'm like,
2: okay, well, you know, that's how we go. That's so awesome. It's, it's been two days, gentlemen. Uh, you know, a uh, lot happened in between, you know, our, our inaugural podcast and this one. Totally agree with uh, that small thing called the you know microsoft business application summit um which are which are man like those were some of the biggest events that that i got we had been to what was oh, it? Yeah. Georgia last year atlanta or two There's years last year it was going yeah. right? to yes, um, be in anaheim right
1: yes
0: it was going to be in anaheim yeah and they and then the um, pandemic was, shut that down
1: it was atlanta then the year before was seattle yeah yeah they kept so was seattle
0: seattle yep And the first year of this MBAS was technically 2018, and there was a conference before that that kind of preceded MBAS, Data Insights Summit. Yeah,
2: yeah, the Data Insights.
1: Uh, That's um, when they introduced drill-throughs. I remember This
2: is the the long ago... (laughs) Where
0: were you, Tommy, when they introduced drill-through? I was
1: at my desk, because we couldn't afford it. (laughs) or I asked my I asked the uh, HR too late.
0: So. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. That's hilarious. I, I will but, say, um, oh, I would say the the Business Application Summit is great. It's a lot of great announcements, but it has definitely become much more of a Microsoft like, you know, hey, we're presenting new tools, new things. It's kind of more of a to me it feels a lot more like an announcements event. The Data Insights Summit, which were 2016 and 2017, to me felt a lot more like hey, we're a bunch of data people and we just want to talk and learn about mm. amazing data things. And so I think yeah. I there's a bit of a flavor that's happened at the Data Insight Summit that is not there at m that I wish was kind of coming back. And I like the virtual events because I can attend things, I can watch the videos anytime later. I love that, that aspect of it. So that's definitely a big win, but I really miss the people. There's a lot of cool people that would show up at these things and I really enjoyed just mulling around with them and hanging out and talking and that's something i think i i don't get from the virtual conference as much right
1: well i think they're doing the the way they especially the main keynotes are is kind of like not necessary for for wall street but Mm -hmm. it's definitely for like promote the features the news what i wish they would do is almost like what they they do for developer conferences like especially like the apple keynote where they do the big keynote of all the features and there's all those breakouts where you know, it's really diving into each new feature, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like where I know they had a separate one for goals, but it was just more of a, just a highlight of the part one, you know, but not necessarily for like really just the BI, you know, developers, so to speak, to really go like, well, what else can you do kind of thing? Or like, let's see really some advanced. you know, if it felt like here are goals, here's our very high level examples that no one can really use off with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Community think.
0: Well, and I, and I think there's there's been a point here too for me, particularly for me for me in this place. Is I feel like a, the early parts of the conference were we're bringing in experts, and so like, like there's probably a bit of nostalgia that I have just because of it, right? It was traveling to Seattle. I'd never yeah. really been to Seattle before, and like this was a cool conference. And I got there, and I'm t- I'm interested in this tool, and there were people that were much better at it that were there that I was learning from, and I think there's potentially like a little like an emotional click that happened there was like oh, this is, I'm really sucking this. I couldn't write things down quick enough. I was like all over my OneNote just, and I think maybe there was just something there that was like a, a feeling. I don't know if I'll ever get that back again. I don't know if there's going to be like, another like place that that happens, but maybe there's another conference in the, fu- in the future that'll do something similar.
1: I, I, um, th- I think there will because Microsoft's. Got, sorry, they're going to hear this podcast. They're going to realize.
0: Oh ah, yeah, that, that's right.
2: That's, oh, there it is. We nailed it. We did it. it or- we're, sh- we're. It's not going to be the first time we talk over <laughs> each other. <laughs> um, no, you know, to Mike, to your point, man. Like, I, I would, I would say, what are, what are we, the battle hardened guys? After a while, like you're, like the maybe. And it, I, I wish the audience knew how how often the word "game changer" came out of your mouth in in the first two years of Power BI. Oh yeah. Like, with with enthusiasm. Oh
0: yeah. yeah this is the game changer. At the time I was using Excel for everything. You still are. <laughs> I was Lovely just using guy. Excel for everything. And so that was I felt like that was man, this was like a, a huge leap ahead. Like modeling. Holy cow. Never thought modeling was possible. Yeah. Like that was like a big mental shift for me. And that's why I think I felt like everything was like revolutionary to me. and, and maybe I'm a bit more used to it now. So correct me if I'm wrong, Mike,
2: but you know from that first conference where where you were looking at all these people speaking, um, I I do believe you were speaking at MBAs in one one two two sessions this year. Yeah, I got I got two Uh, sessions. How
0: did that go? It was it was a very it was very fun. Uh, Again, working with a lot of this is we did two sessions. One was a table talk, so we just kind of uh, a couple MVPs uh, got together. We sat down and we just talked about you know what's new in Power BI. And our kind of objective was to talk about kind of charticulator, and kind of um, turned into a lot of different topics, which was a lot of fun. A lot of people reacted in the community. We were, were fielding questions, and we were trying to answer them. Uh, of course, we have a, a kind of a smathery of great ideas. We have to always kind of kick over to ideas.powerbay.com. And then we did a pre-recorded session, which I've never done like a pre-recorded session with people before. And that they had there was a producer team that kind of came in and said, "Okay, here's what we here's what we're going to go through, and we could do a, we could actually do cuts of things like." if we if we asked a question wrong or if we stumbled a bit they were actually able to kind of edit the video down slightly to get it down to like a 30 minute window so I, that that was oh, a new ex- cool. yeah that was a new experience for me i never done, i everything i've ever done i've done speaking at a lot of the MBAS events i think i've i think i've spoken at every single one since oh. we started after the after 2017 so 2017 i spoke at the day insights summit and i think i spoke mm-hmm. at some little capacity at all of them so far and i would say the uh, having the ability to pause and edit your, like, that was, I've never been able to do that. If I just flub up a word, like we just roll on, like you just make it happen and it's live. We just do it and we keep moving. And so I feel like that part was a very new concept for me. Cause I'm not used to being able to retake something. So that, that was kind yeah. of, that was, a, that was a neat, and I don't have to do editing. I, <laughs> I do editing now for, for video stuff that we do on, on Power BI tips. And, that takes a long time, so I, I was happy not to have to edit.
1: <laughs> Did it break your flow at all, doing the um, the pausing? Like, no, let, let's try again and try to... That's a good like question. Asking, like get but, back into it. Oh, yeah, be character.
0: You know, you kind of, you know. Uh, no, I, I think it was okay. Um, it was just more of, um, you know, sometimes if we phrased a question... So usually what would happen is we would maybe phrase a question initially incorrectly, and then we would like, oh, that, that didn't come out right. Let's just re-ask re- the question. And then we kind of like would be quiet, give it a moment to like, let them know where the cut line would be. And then we just ask the question again. And then we would, we would then have a fairly natural conversation around the question. And then if you screwed up, you just would, you know, oh, I messed that up bad. And then let me just take a little pause and then you just kind of keep answering it. So it didn't mess up the flow too bad. It wasn't like someone's was like, Hey, to- Tommy, stop talking Tommy. you know, start over again. Try from the top. <laughs> so it was fun. It was definitely good. A lot of yeah. announcements this year, though, so uh, tons of stuff going on at the conference.
2: Lots to unpack. Game today. changers. Game changers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're right on it, Tommy. We're gonna, I think there's going to be a couple topics that we're going to have to pluck out of the MBAS, and will probably be a couple topical yeah. points as we get into the features and start using them over the next couple podcasts. I'm really going to be curious what your guys' thoughts are as you start playing with some of these. Uh, and to your point, Tommy, you wrote out a great blog on Wednesday kind of announcing the podcast. And in there, you described a bit about like drill through and how right. it's a game changer, but it really intimidates users at some level and they can't find it. So like, yeah. there's, there's some features that I think we understand the impact of them. And then not everyone else either like gravitates to them or is able to latch onto them to say that we, we see the value there. So that'll be interesting to see what, how we can kind of like beat up these ideas around how we use these new features.
1: I wish that released today too. Like I was like, I, I, some of these features, you feel like you, you want that, like, and it's out now because they've done that before. in other ambassadors yes. where they're like, here's an amazing feature, by the way, check microsoft.com. It's, it's download. Out. Yeah.
0: Yes. Now there is one feature that is out now. I'll, I'll tee it over to you, Tommy. What's our topic for today?
1: So we're, we we will not go necessarily into every, or, you know, it, uh, about what the feature is. I, there's all, all the resources for that, but for those who watched the ambassador, read the blog, mm-hmm. Power BI just came out with something called goals in the service. This, to use the word again, is a game changer, and I and I actually do believe that. I was going to use that word even if yeah, we were, we're going to the- get into the ground, <laughs> but, but um, again, dude, just a high level for those who are unaware what goals are now in Power BI is you can actually connect. Well, create a set of goals, a scorecard, mm-hmm. and this is a, you know a product that's been on a lot of other software. It's kind of expensive. Microsoft's tried before with this, but it basically allows users, rather than in a report that lives in a report, it lives in the service where multiple people can do it. You can set a goal. You can set your own numbers to it. So you can say manually, you know, if you're trying to say like uh, try to go to work every day and just like record every day that you're going, or you can actually the the neatest thing, and I and I've tried this in multiple ways now is you can set a uh, you know your your current number and then the target number and both of them can connect to any date Power Report and Power BI with a filter or like a data point not necessarily uh, you know, like uh, it has to be a card visual which is usually the way with alerts yep. but you can actually say and the third you know the the third uh, data bar chart from the right and that number is now your target and it's live connected so it updates and then your target number can be either again a manual number. Or another from another report, it doesn't necessarily have to live in that visual or that page or that report. Yeah. And um, can then be basically be updated. You can set the owner, shows you the status. You can check it in. If you do, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but if you do the time series, it will actually do all the historical numbers. Yes. So then you can actually see this yeah. trending. So um, I've actually tried using this. Uh, this has been something in uh, for um, Microsoft MVPs and the Data Champions backend but I've been trying to test this with basically a a baseball report that I have. That's basically tracking things like, okay, this is neat, but they just dropped it. You know, they talked about it and they said, Oh, by the way, check your service now. It is literally like, there it is. And I refreshed it. It was, it was there. So to me, especially from an organization point of view, um, I, I am so pumped about this. I have a few yeah, a, a, a few questions about it, but I'm absolutely pumped about it. But I don't know how you guys are feeling in terms of your first reaction.
0: I'm digging it. I, I like I like where it's going, and there's a bit of magic to it when you can just say, pick a data point from a report, and th- this feels like of world. Like, yeah, the technical. So I'm I, I do a lot of it Power BI embedding. So Power BI embedding is what I think about, and I know the APIs let you detect a single data point. And what is being clicked on at the at the report level, so I, they know there's a way to get information out about that. So the fact that they can get down to that level, like I knew it was there, but the way they implemented, I think, was mm-hmm. very uh, elegant. It's easy. Like yeah. how yeah. cool is it? You pick, you know, you go into the tool, pick a report, and then you just see all the data points, and you can kind of like, well, oh, that's a KPI card. I'm gonna click that. That's gonna be a goal or the third data bar over is the total sales for the United States. That bar says, you know, 53 million. Yeah, that should be our goal. Let's click that one. Boop. And so now to me, I mean, there was, there was a couple of questions in the table talk because we actually talked, a, there was a mm. lot of interest around goals. I think it was kind of one of these, like, people weren't really expecting it and it just kind of appeared. Yeah. And so everyone was like, whoa, how do, like, what does this mean? How do I use it? Like, what's this going to be looking like? And so I think, um... People were asking like, well, how can you, how can you manipulate the data? Can I get into it? Can I get out of it? And so from my understanding, I think you're going to be able to, Um, it, it's acting, it's it's kind of like a custom visual that's on a single page. And so. It's a data set. Yeah, it's like a data it creates set. creates a data set. Yeah, and you can like get at it. Like You can do things with it and people can manually enter in information and then you can get that out into like a Power BI connected desktop. So you can, yeah. I can go hit it. And so like. Oh, man, the, to me, there's a lot of like things like that's ringing on the right note. Like the fact that I can go manually enter in data, the fact that I can bind it to data in other reports, that to me is like a win. And so now people are like, well, how do i can we can we lock it down? Can we open it up? And like build a data model. like the the whole yeah. principle of what you want to do here is get a data model first, and then from that, then you can go heck, hit any data points in there. So I thought it this is going to be a game
2: changer. I. I, I love the sentiments, right? Like the 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 cool man. A lot of thoughts here. The the first one when I saw it was, "Uh, this is the dashboard I wanted," right? Like like th- this is mm. meaningful, and, and I I love for first in terms of just implementation. Um, you, you mean instead of the regular love, dashboard feature, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like we have like, dashboards like wanna, and we have I wanna, this. I want to pick a bunch of things that are meaningful out of my reports. Yes, That'd and those great. are the things I want to track. That's right? a really good like, point. Um. Yeah so you know if we if we think about it like in in terms of like obviously this is the performance management right like yes a a report only goes so far and this allows end users to basically say these reports surface up these elements of information that are relevant to me but may not be relevant to my goal Mm -hmm. my target and so they can you know the, the ability to not only manually set that are disconnected from reports but also be able to tie into the data sets of reports is super strong here. Right. Yeah. And, and like, this is one that I'm, I'm going to go, like I ping my boss, he'll, he'll come around when I, when I come <laughs> with this, but like, like the, it, we're a heavy, heavy teams organization. Right. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I can plug in power BI into teams, yeah. create a goals, you know, create goals now that are both manual and or now push me into, like, what are the reports I don't have out there that could support these metrics? Yes. And, you know, have that have that front and center in teams is huge. And and kind of kind of some of the perspective, you know, that I can bring right into this discussion is, you know, recently this week. I was reading, you know, a Harvard Business Review article on, yep. on leadership, right? So there's this quadrant, right, where, where you know, the the focus and energy of, of management and leaders and, like, are they stuck in, are they procrastination? Are they disengaged? Are they distracted? Or are they purposeful? And obviously, you know, like, the smallest realm is, like, staying in that purposeful, you know, place. But being purposeful means, like, you're always keeping top of mind the goals of the company and what are the goals and structures that are, you know, laid out. And, and I, I I was like, dude, all of my, all of my, you know, organizational goals, the things that the teams need to work on, like all of this, I just saw in teams. And I was like, now I need to build the metrics, you know, that aren't there. So I'm super stoked about it. Um, and and we're we're, like, we can talk about like the future roadmap, but just how they laid this out, even the capabilities of what we can do right now, I think this is going to be extremely powerful. Um, you know, and, and super applicable to obviously things like sales, right. Where you have a person, they have their, their goals. And like, those are the people I see using the mobile aspect of this a lot. Like it's your check-in for the day, right? Like you're, they're consolidating all of the core pieces of information in the one place, you know, that I live and that's teams. Um, so I'm I'm thrilled, man. I'm I'm super stoked for this one.
1: Now I'll, I almost wrote me, down what you just said. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I think there's you
0: so there's one thing it. I do want to be clear <laughs> of. The goals are required for premium. I think that's one that's one note here I want to put on this. So I just want right. to like kind of so people who are listening, uh, there there is a bit of a threshold that you need to get across in order to get goals going. So just FYI about that one. That would probably be. I get that there's a lot of other things happening. They're now plucking data across things and getting things off in so that there has to be some compute engine that's grooming this data down for you. And I get that. But um, oh man, I I, if I think about an organization, if you have premium, the fact that I can go, like what is valuable to me, what KPIs are important to me across 10, 20, 30 reports, things that I care about, right? This, this is where stuff where I can go in and pluck out data points that I care about. I think it's really helpful as long as we're on premium. So I'll just throw that out there. You
1: could pay $10 yeah. extra. Everyone's already paying anyways for pro. So, <laughs> so no, Seth, the first thing you said about that, I almost wrote it down and then realized I want to watch this recording like 10 times. So I'll probably remember, but, All right. um, but no, I think you just said you, I hit the nail on something that I, I don't think I really thought of was this is the, this is the true dashboard now, because yeah. I think too many times we've created a dashboard and you tell they something like, well, what's the difference between that and reports? Like, well, it's just pin visuals. So, is there anything different? No, it's just visuals from different pages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, kind of, yeah. you know, and it, but it's like it's not really what the I think what a purpose of a dashboard is a gauge, is that you know, and I think you just said that's what this can really be. Um, yeah, yeah you, you I, know, I think and, that's and a perfect point.
2: I totally agree with that, right? And and if you think if you walk like like watching Justina go through, you know. the the purpose built of how they built it. This is built for the end user, a a business user, right? They don't have to like click into the dialogue things go right to the reports, um, you know, pick the snippet that you want. And then like the ability to check in, right? Notes, Mm -hmm. right? Like why, why are my, why is my goal dipping? Right. And it's, you know, like kind of current state, it, it, tracks and anybody who's who sees those goals can see the notes that are being taken. And it's like, oh, you know, this this activity happened and we're dipping and now we're gonna, you know, be focused on recovering, right? Or something right. like that. And it, it just shows the history of those things um, downstream. Like, I, I'll wait until we, you know, kick into like future state, but even in current state, super useful. Yeah.
1: So to you guys, does it look, I guess, does it look already like ready? to be kind of pushed out and like start pushing it to your organization or like to your teams?
2: I'm, I'm going to use it right away. Like yeah. and, and, uh, like I'm okay with the, the slow roll on this one. Um, and and I, it's not even slower, right? like the V1, right? Because that allows me to stabilize and figure out in my area, like how do I want to organize things? Right. Mm-hmm. How, do, yeah. how do I want that gold layout? What are the report? You know, there's a lot of work, you know, I'd I need to do to like start knitting data into these things, which mm-hmm. should be relevant, you know, to my other reporting that I just don't have. But now I have a, now I have a goal to set my goals, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, so, so
1: actually, I, yeah, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, so to react to your, do, are you going to use it right away? I think there is a huge, so there's two parts, right? Um, you can get data in, mm-hmm. I can set goals, and then I can have people enter information into goals. I'm, i am I I say this all the time, I'm a lazy engineer. I like to set something up once and just let it run. So for me, I feel like in order for this to like really drive impact in your organization, I feel like you wanna really think about what is important to measure. And and so performance management is like, I think this is great for that, right? If you have a sales team, you have JIRA tickets you've gotta get through, you know you gotta be hitting X number per week or whatever that is, right? There's, there's some. Your business runs on KPIs already. Every, someone is setting up goals for you somewhere at some level in your organization. Figuring out what those are and then building data sets that automatically refresh to those numbers, I think is really important. And, and another thing that I, I like about this tool that I think will help us, and I don't think it's there yet, is the ability to track when the goal changes. I can't tell you how many times I was in a sales organization and the, we had a sales goal. You know, it's, uh, it's 1.2 million for the quarter, whatever that number is for the, the sales representative, right? If you overachieve and get above that, what happens? The goal, the goalposts move on you. You don't, they don't give you an attaboy. You, two months in, you're done, move on. They, they give you an attaboy. And then, oh, by the way, we add an extra $500,000 you need to go get for the business. So I think the idea of like, I want to see like a line for like, what is the goal? And then I want to see when the goal changes because that was one of the biggest challenges we had particularly with our sales organization was really like we were making goals all the time, but the goal posts kept moving and no one really knew what the real goal post was and when and how it moved. And I think this can provide some very good clarity as to when the goal posts are physically moving. Cause again, uh, another example I'm in supply chain and supply chain. Uh, we need to have order fulfillment. Those goal posts would move. Like, yeah, we're, you know, we need to have a minimum of 95% order fulfillment. Well, we'll just cancel some orders this month and move them over to next month. Or, you know, we'll take the goalposts and move them a little bit. Like I wanna see when that change happened because now I can really put hard KPIs around, hey, we need to ship out X number of products for these customers. Let's make sure it's right. And now it's all data driven. And now it's the emotion apart is taken out of it. And now we can really think critically about what do I need to do to make things happen? Anyways, that, yeah, that's they, just kind of my opinion on that.
1: Yeah. No, the, yeah, it's not clear right now, or they don't really show that historical when the goal, the target changes.
0: Yes, correct. And I think that's so, something yeah. I would be pushing for, for like a features design. Like, hey, oh, I want yeah. I need to know that. Like, I need to know not only yeah. what the, when the data is changing, but I need to know when the goal is changing too.
1: Yeah. So I, 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 have a lot of thoughts and I, I want to see what you guys want to take it. So yeah. the first one is ideas to how to implement it and like get it started using in like, you know, with users. But the other question that's kind of, Creeping up in my mind is, from from an author point of view, like we track our usage of reporting, and like that's one of the big things. Like we have KPIs around this. Ooh. Is this something that's going to like bring down usage in reports? Which one Ooh. could say not necessarily a bad thing if people are really relying on data, because we've talked about this last episode yep. where our goal is for people to rely on it. But at the same time, if we're creating all of these reports that now are really only focused on the goal. Okay are we gonna see a drop or is that a worry for you that you're gonna see a drop in all the reports being created? And I literally just thought of that and got really scared. So
0: so two thoughts on this one. I'll I'll, first I'll say is one is measuring your report usage. I think that by far, if you're gonna spend two weeks of development time making a report, you better darn well know people are actually looking at it. And I think to Tommy, to your point, like we just did a whole uh, end of the month uh, session with Tommy where he goes, your reports aren't being used, why? What did you do? What did you miss the mark on? Like, how do we drive that? So I think for one, there should be, as you're building reports, there should possibly be a KPI around like, we think we we were making this report. We just need to track the usage of it. Let's set a goal of like, yeah. you know, 10 users per day or, you know, how whatever that is. And then you can go look at a, rep- you can make a report that shows you the data usage of all the reports and then tag the KPI. So that exactly. just blew my mind right there. Like I can make a report of KPIs about usage of reports for KPI. Oh, that's so good. So that, that's one I think we should definitely do for a use case standpoint. Will it drive less usage of the reports? I'm inclined to say no, because this is more of like an at a glance and it's a single KPI. I'm hoping that the report adds enough value beyond one or two data points. And I'm also hoping that we don't use like, there's not like 50 KPIs that are basically summarizing everything in a single report. So if you don't do that, right? If you're also looking at like a couple key KPIs from the from the report, I think in some cases, this is then a big advantage, but in the report usage kind of thing, I would never go to the report usage thing anymore. I wouldn't go to that report. That would only be like a data set to support my KPIs now. And so that, that might change... I might not even I might just build the KPIs to be what I need to go after. I don't know that's that's kind of yeah. where I'm thinking on things. Yeah, I
2: I don't yeah, I don't I don't think I see a big dip in things. I mean, I see goals as being, you know, a a condensed list of the hyper-focused things that the organization needs to be, needs to care about and yeah. the fact that we can tie those into existing reports or data sets is fen- phenomenal. And I mean, if we didn't explain like it, it's kind of that tile the scorecard to report drill through easily, yes. right? So it's really easy to get to that like that metric and all the way down to where it came from yes. in this path. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, it's like when I think about like the top level goals that I have and and who owns those things on my team, um, you know, that's a small subset, right? Like it, it is the things that I want front and center when we're doing, you know, what we're doing in, on a daily basis to make sure that we're not losing sight of of what those bigger things are. Because we're putting around like, you know, a bunch of fires that are, you know, the very near term kind of things. So I, I agree. I, I don't think it's a, a huge, huge pull away from that.
1: So it feels like they're almost putting goals rather than like on the hierarchy of like data sets, reports, dashboards. It's almost like reports are almost like now in the same to me, it's because it doesn't seem like it's as tied to a report as much though, because yes, you can get to the report, but it really feels like a separate entity. It's almost like on the the same level as a report.
0: Uh, All right, Tommy, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Last episode, we talked about modeling in the cloud. You can't-
1: No, I already had five things to say about the report. After the report, I'm like, I'm gonna bring it up. No.
0: (laughs) He's gonna shut this one. This, to me, this feels very similar like this is another one. Like, hey, we're building a a service centric feature for you, and this is something like you can connect to the data, but I'm not bringing KPIs. I'm not bringing KPIs down into desktop. I'm not modeling them in the desktop, and I think this is this is where I think I see like this. Like, if we think about fully cloud, let me think about fully in the service, we get these really cool interactions where I can like do crazy things like. I can just bounce into a random report. Like think about how you would do it in desktop. Let's imagine I had two desktops open even. Like, how would I link to another data point in another desktop file on my local machine doing this? You can't. And so like I think there's like very clear, like if you build it in the service, we get a lot of other hooks, connections, whatever you want to call it, into other parts of the tool that you just don't natively get in desktop. And so this is where I think I'm seeing like Microsoft is putting Doubling down, and I also see this too. Is like this is a play for like Gartner, right? The Gartner, you know, what where Microsoft's it, looking at the Gartner out. chart. This is this is a totally a play for that, right? Pandering. <laughs> yeah. It, well, maybe, maybe not. Yes. Microsoft pandering. But I mean that they're the leader in that market area, right? They can do things they can't do anywhere else. And so, if you look at the spectrum of like all the other BI tools that are out there, Microsoft's killing it in the in the in the engine. The engine is phenomenal. It's by far, I feel like, leaps and above any other engine that I've seen out there from an analytical And they get the doggone thing away for free on your desktop. Like, what the heck? No one is like letting you have such a powerful engine on your desktop for free, period. Anyways, so the other whole podcast in and of itself, the analysis or the engine is another whole thing, but they're giving this thing away for free. And then they're now hooking up all these other data points and now it's becoming a single source. And now all these features, it's their, their ability to execute and their ability to deliver that other tools can't do this. And they're literally picking out like, they're. I guarantee you, they're looking at the spectrum of what they've done and they're like, okay, we need crazy ideas. We need stuff that's like mind blowing. Let's field the community for what we can do and what highly differentiates us from everything else. It's AI, it's machine learning, it's deeply integrated things like this where you're just randomly picking stuff from our and just sticking it all together. Like I guarantee you, they're having those kind of conversations and these features are coming to design for that chart
2: yeah, but it, it, it at the same time, like the the like this it. is a great step in how do i how do i how do I make my data meaningful in the reporting, right? like and and we're already out of time, but like future state for this product looks fantastic, right? Like rollups of goals defining hierarchies of like how these goals roll up throughout the organization, because you have top down goals and all those things can, you know, all the metrics and all the things can just roll up to the leadership. Um, You know, lots more to talk about even just in goals, but like you untapped, I think, you know, a bunch of new things that, that are coming out in the direction for um, a lot of things we're going to see within, you know, Power BI integrating in with all of those other things to just make a more powerful data tool, right? Meaningful data in the business to actually change transformation or transform, right? And and I think, you know, we felt that, you know the acceleration of how fast we can produce, you know things in reports and bring those insights. And now we're, it's like now they're focused on how do you, what do you do with that? What do you do with that? You know I mean? Just, it's super exciting. It is a super exciting
1: time. We made game a, a changer. Extent, make our podcast 40 game changer 45 yeah. minutes long. <laughs> I gotta say one more thing. Keep going, Tommy. You guys are gonna get 20 text messages <laughs> about it later <laughs> today, so do it. This actually may change how we build our reports, like you know, like the, almost like the initial uh blue uh, like a uh, framework or the game plan of the design of the report. Because yeah. I was testing this out and I was like, I was like Oh, well, That'd i would be a good KPI. We want to do a okay, year to date year over year. And I was using um, uh, uh, SQL BI, OK, Vis, uh, you know, scorecard, but custom visuals don't work as well right now. Oh. But I was like, I had to do a personalized visual to do like just your general overview. I'm like, so am I creating now my my uh, my measures and also my visuals geared more towards the goals, so it makes it easier for users to create a goal. You, like, you, this almost changes
0: how you build your. Report. You you may build entire pages that are goal based. You may have a whole yeah. page now that just has sure. a bunch of KPIs. Here's goals, and you just kind of tee up a bunch of here's data points that may make sense for you to go pluck pluck for goals.
1: This actually can help with the report development <sighs> because you actually of that. say to users, "What are your goals?" And then you can. That's how that gives us the direct way to build a report. This is going to help us. Well, yeah, and it's, I, I you can start that, with the goals. Maybe that's,
2: maybe that's what's covered in in what they're, you know, Justina talked about with future, right? Which is yeah. that scorecard visual. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's the plug-in that you know. With a lot of these reports, we can start to, you know, have that in mind. But at the same yeah. time, I don't, I don't. It will be interesting to see if we start building reports towards that. But I, I don't. My first inclination is no, because you're not going to know everybody's goals. Yeah right? Like you may be building a specific report with the requirements that that team has asked for and needed, but there's still a ton of downstream stuff that, you know, they're going to know that now they can plug into that user report author wouldn't have any idea about.
0: You, you say that you don't, we won't know everyone's goals, but you'd better darn well have a good understanding of what goals are important to right. people when you're freaking building a report. Like, I know, I, you, I know you know I that. Agree. I know you agree with that, but I'm just saying like, as report builders, we better darn well know, like, what are the key KPIs? Like, on almost every report I've ever built, there's always could, some form of aggregated, just numbers at the top of the page, always.
1: Well, you can build this part of your scoping. Show them the goals yes. feature, saying, we're going to, you know, oh, scope we're going to build the goals part of it.
2: So, Tommy, you're full of but good at ideas. The same time, at the same time, like, like think about, like, do we know what the goal of the, of the sales report is? Yeah, like, we're going to show leadership by sales who, you know, who, who, you know is is making the most sales do we know each one of those sales person's targets not like maybe not likely though depending on how 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 granular or how much visibility user report author get um, so
0: that'll so also be interesting because then it yeah. now now it talks about a matter of permissions and row level security right mm-hmm. because even though we our have OS tied in, our, yeah. even though I we have like um, a whole sales team like you, particularly for that example right you're not going to even in certain com- uh, manufacturing areas you want to have goals per customer because those mm-hmm. customers have made a contract with you to, to deliver X number of products. So someone's looking at goals like that, but there are other yeah. people well, in the organization yeah. you can't show that to.
2: So I was I was extremely happy to see that though. Because yeah. that is on the roadmap as far as like the cascading yeah. goals and the hierarchy Yeah, that yeah. implementing RLS because you'd have to have that, if, yes. if, you know, especially in those orgs where you're starting to roll stuff up. Yeah,
1: yeah totally. So to your point, you're going to, if you know, those certain goals, you're almost now developing your visuals are now kind of almost focused on making it easy to someone create a goal. So there's an easy bar chart so they could easily click it. So is yep. that where you're starting your almost the design from?
2: hey, you know, I, oh. I mean, makes makes the report author think about the end user, doesn't it? <laughs> you
1: know, it like, just goes uh, to how, the, how important this goal is going to be overall. Like, is it going to be on the same level as a report? I hope this is part of the audit because uh, this better be part of the Power BI yeah, audit. tracking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We didn't even get into, like, how we're going to push this, like, for users. Like, you know, how you, now that we know about it, you know, I think it's going to be, we just have to, I think for us uh, as the, uh, as the pros, I think we just have to create a lot of examples. I would agree with that, to, you know, yeah. because.
0: And clean and clean, like clean. good execution of it. Like, I think this could be a feature yeah. that just can, I feel like it could be a feature that just gets too muddy way too fast. Like there could just be a bunch of goals in there and it's adding little to no value to me. And, it, and yeah. all, automatically you've, you've, you've made a mess. So I, I think you can make multiple goals. So a goal is tied to like a workspace. A workspace. So you can make, and you can make one or many of them in a workspace, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think you can. You can multiple.
2: Many, so, many, many as you want. Many. So I would,
0: I would probably, again, as I think about how to roll this out, and I think there's probably, because this is so new, and Tommy, to your points, it changes how we build reports. It changes how we think about data now. Um, and it, it takes this whole level of like action that goes across our data, which is what we want. I really think there needs to be some more thought put around, like, how are we going to appropriately use this how do we start teaching so there's a whole level of teaching that it's not happening here yeah. yet there needs to be like you know videos and like this is where that center of excellence i think really makes sense in your organization because there has to be a champion of these kind of features there has to be like a tommy there has to be like a set that says this is what we're going to do we're going to try this and then you have to internally produce training material and the descriptions and how to use it and like where to go get it and like i think there's a whole internal center of excellence like touch point on top of this that aids will that will help you get to the point where it's going to be able to be leveraged
2: yeah you you, you're you know what you just hit on are all the things of of uh, what they need to add into their future roadmap which is the the goals template let -hmm. the organization build build the template right because that that's how they're already doing that on a yearly basis like what are the what are the company goals? How do you break them down into each department? Assign yep. the people, and then like have somebody go go, and it shows up in people's thing, and then they can customize
1: underneath that. Mm. You heard it here first, Microsoft. <laughs> you know your priorities.
0: Take, take note. So. Make make it you make have... it templates for these things. Everything should be template. Frankly, everything should be templates. And one of the things I'm hoping that comes to this tool, I don't think it's there yet, is I I think people are going to want to have access to pushing data into it with an API. So I think I think there definitely needs to be like
2: already on the roadmap.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's something that needs to be like a very it's okay. I didn't catch that on the roadmap part, but like that was one I think yeah. where like, hey, I'm in Jira and I want to just shove data from Jira into into the goals. If if I'm in like yeah. our 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 shipping system or if we should be able to pick power automates, just kind of pick up stuff for wherever it's already there. And shove it in. in-
2: yeah, that's so. Power Automate integration roadmap, See. API integration roadmap, automated like so. Automating the status rules, and those are going to Data driven rules that are going to be you know uh, through those. Yep. Um, customization and formatting of the scorecards, uh, and then the roll up RLS. Dig it. Um,
1: I think they have thing. to pretty the layout a bit more and give a little more context. That's I would say that would be the priorities now, and then the templates.
2: Well, let's do it let's let's yeah. write up some Do we how, know when how, bookmarks
1: how the new bu- the new bookmarks and buttons are coming out by the way is that going to be like december or is that
2: next? how about month? how about we lead in with our next podcast okay. on that one yeah, yeah we should
0: <laughs> that one also I, deserves I an that. entirely whole other podcast because we do a ton of bookmarking on everything yeah. and i think that really ups the gaming report so that should be a good lead-in for next podcast
1: I Let guess. us know guys, what you want us to talk about. Next yeah, course. exactly. <laughs>
0: Put it in the chat window. Tell us what you guys think, what you like about the podcast, that there's topics here that we're missing that you want to hear about. Um, so, also so let's we're gonna gonna wrap it up. I think this is a good that was a good ending point here. Let's end this one. Um, thank you all for attending. Thank you all for listening with us. Uh, we appreciate it. We're just gonna keep beating up ideas about the Power BI, the ecosystem. You know, how do we deploy things? What's best practices? What are we finding that works, and what do we find that doesn't work? So we'll kind of keep talking about that stuff. We really appreciate your feedback. And um, if you like this, please share this with somebody else. Uh, check out the YouTube channel um youtube at powerbi.tips and like and subscribe if you don't mind and that you'll you'll get a notification when we're jumping online and when we go live with videos. Also, I want to announce um for those of you who are yeah, I don't know if I want to subscribe to these guys. I will groom through the you know, the, the last week's uh, subscribers And we have some Power BI swag, not this shirt that I'm wearing now. I have other swag stuff. So uh, swag.powerbi.tips, we have stuff there. Uh, I want to give away some swag. So every week we're going to pick a winner. So if you go ahead and like and subscribe, for the last seven days, I'll go back and look on like a Saturday, pick out a winner, and then we'll reach out to you and get you some free Power BI swag stuff come off our swag.powerbi.tips store. So, please make sure you go uh, like and subscribe. You can get some free gear, some t shirts. I think we've got some like keychainy things that we can give out too. Uh, so, uh, lanyards, all that kind of fun stuff around Power BI centric things. So, we will happy, g- happily give that away. Thank you all for hanging out. Tommy, uh, Seth, it has been fun. These are, Pleasure I could talk all day on it. this stuff. This yeah. is amazing.
1: When are we going to get a podcast swag? Oh, oh we oh, need <laughs> like Dig that.
0: it. Explicit Measures Podcast. Like, okay, there you go. all right, we're it's behind. on. It's on my to-do list now. I gotta go add some swag to the store okay. for Explicit Measures at this point. So we Dude, can... I
1: can't wait till Tuesday.
0: It's a <laughs> long. You have to wait a long time now. It's like four <laughs> days till next Tuesday.
1: We should just do a radio. We should make a radio Sirius FM. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. Tommy, we're on
0: episode two, buddy. I know. <laughs>
1: Oh, high I love it. Love we,
0: it. We, i got to be honest. None of us are sleeping on Tuesdays and Thursdays now. We're all getting up early. We're all excited about this. Uh, I hope you're excited too. And you don't have to get up early with us because it's on YouTube. So you can watch it later. So yeah. <laughs> you can watch it when you wake up. But we're jazzed about it. And we're thankful you guys all hang out with us. Thank you so much, everyone. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, guys.